the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Our Response to the Word. Whenever God's Word is preached to us, God extends opportunities to us. Opportunities to receive what's being preached to us. God extends to us opportunities that can either be accepted or rejected based upon our response to that Word. If we respond properly, the opportunities presented will become realities realized in our lives. And if we don't respond properly, the opportunities presented will never be realized by us or in our lives. God's Word will never do for us what it could have done for us if we don't respond properly to it. That's why it's so important, saints of God, that we respond properly to God's Word so that the opportunities that God extends to us can be accepted and become realities realized by and for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn with me to John chapter 14. This one we're going to look at. St. John chapter 14. Another way as he speaks to us is by his Spirit. Speaking of the Holy Spirit himself, who also is God. Third person of the Godhead. There's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And God can speak to you. He can speak to you by way of the Father. He can speak to you by way of the Spirit. John chapter 14, verse 16, just to let you know that this is who we're talking about. Jesus speaking, letters in red, so we know this is no lie. He says, and I will pray to Father, and he will give you another comforter. Another comforter, which means a comforter like the one that you had before. Of course, previously, Jesus was the comforter for them. He was the one who was the paraclete, the one who stands alongside, the one who's there to be able to lead them and guide them into what it is that God had in store for them, speaking of the disciples. But he was about to get out of Dodge. He was about to go back to the Father, mission accomplished. About to go back to the Father. Then the third person of the Godhead takes over. That's the Holy Spirit. He said in verse 17, Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, but it, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Those of you who are born again, the Spirit of the Lord is living in you, as well as with you. See, prior to you being born again, he was just with you. Once you get born again, he's also in you. Praise God. That's when he takes up residence on the inside of you and lives on the inside of you. And when he goes in there, he doesn't go in as a silent partner. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Drop down to verse 26. It says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And I can carry that he over. And he will bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I've said unto you. Look at what he does. Look at what he does. He said he'll teach you all things. Everybody say all things. The Spirit of the Lord will teach you all things. You can't teach nobody nothing without saying something. Are you listening to me? I don't care whether or not you're articulating it with your own mouth or you're doing it with sign language. You got to say something. Praise God. And he's there to teach us things and to bring back our remembrance, whatever it is that, the, that Jesus had to say. 
Praise God, which means he talks to us. The Holy Spirit is a person. That's why it says he. He's not an it. He's not an act of force. He's not the force be with you. Come on up in here. He's not that foolishness that the fake Jehovah Witness say in terms of that he is an act of force. Yeah, he's active. He's a force, but he's not just an act of force. He is a person who is an act of force. Are you listening to me? He's a third person of the Godhead. He thinks, he feels, he can be grieved. Come on up in here. And if you listen to him, your burdens will be relieved. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is God. Are you listening to me? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, who is God. God is God living on the inside of you. And he's in there to teach you. That's why sometimes you'll hear something from the inside telling you what to do. You'll hear something from the inside that's sharing with you what you should say and what you should do. You'll hear something behind you speaking to you. Sometimes it's almost like a little soft voice. Or you just like turn around and might even listen to it. Why is that? Because he's both with you and in you. But in all cases, he's teaching you and helping you to get to the destination he has in store for you. So I've showed you where God speaks through himself, God the Father. I showed you where he speaks through the Holy Spirit, God who is Holy Ghost. Let's go to the Son, Hebrew chapter 1. Now we already know that it said right here in John 14, 26, that he'll bring you to your remembrance everything that, uh, that Jesus had to say. So that shows you right there, Jesus said something. Praise God, because otherwise if he's going to bring back to your remembrance everything he said, and he ain't said nothing, why well, ain't nothing to bring back to his remembrance? Simple deduction. Hebrew chapter 1. The Bible says, starting with verse one, God, who at sundries times and in divers matters spake in times past unto the father by the prophets is the fourth way that he speaks, speaks by way of spokespersons. The word prophet means spokesperson, one who represents someone, one who orates on behalf of someone, one who tells a message. For instance, if 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 the right Reverend Bob right there told uh, the right Reverend Sheely right there, told him a message to be able to tell the right Reverend Barnes over there, then if he told him the message and then he went and scooted over and then told her the message, then he is now a prophet. He's a spokesperson. He is one that speaks on behalf of. Everybody say that wasn't deep. So don't be thinking being a prophet is all that deep. Are you listening to me? Because all it is is a spokesperson, one who speaks on behalf of somebody. Are you listening to me? Like he didn't have to shake nor quake when he said it. He had to rub his belly and try to act all deep. Come on up in here. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching real good. He didn't have to do none of that. All he had to do was then tell her. Praise God. And then scoot on back over and then going back to the rest of his life. Are you listening to me? He ain't got to walk around telling everybody, you know, I'm a prophet. You know, I just, I just shared a message from my man over to her and stuff like that. You know, don't nobody else care because you didn't have nothing to say to us. We don't care nothing about that. Are you listening to me? Amen. Amen. That's all I teach that because there's a lot of folk that walk around trying to be deep, trying to be more than what they really are. Are you listening to me by telling you that they was a prophet? God used me to share something with somebody. He used a donkey. Don't get too all up in the air with it and stuff. Like, are you listening to me? Blessed be the name of the Lord for being used. But at the same time, that don't make you no better. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Get mad at me while I'm teaching good. I mean, you don't have to change your first name when you share somebody a message. He didn't have to change his name just because he shared with her what to say. He didn't have to change his new, his new first name. Now it's prophet. Prophet Tainomi Sheely. Are you listening to me? No, see, he didn't have to do that. Amen. His name still stays on what was on the birth certificate. Are you listening to me? Amen. Praise God. That's his name. Amen. We move on. God who has sundries time and in divers matters spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. He spoke by way of the prophets. He anointed men of God to be able to share with 
a word with them. The Bible would teach in the Old Testament where the hand of the Lord would come upon them. That's why they would say, thus saith the Lord. That's why they would say, receive what God has to say. So they would use various phrases like that to let you know God was talking, that this ain't the prophet no more. This isn't Elijah talking no more. This isn't Elisha talking no more. This isn't Jeremiah talking no more. This isn't Ezekiel talking no more. Come on up in here. This is not Habakkuk speaking to you. Are you listening to me? This is not Micah nor Jonah. Amen. This is not uh, uh, any of them other ones that we don't read. Praise God. It ain't none of them. Blessed be. (laughs) It ain't none of them. This is is God talking from this point forward. And then as quiet as it kept, and it's kept real quiet. They don't teach you this one right here, the most poor place and stuff like that. But after the hand of the Lord would lift off of them and then move on, praise God, they would just stand there afterwards and be thinking like, what the heck did I just say? Because they didn't understand what they were prophesying. God was using them as a spokesperson to share what he wanted shared into the midst of that situation. That's why if you ever come back to a real, I'm talking about a bona fide, real man or woman of God that really is being used by God, half the time you come back and tell them what God said through you, through them, they'll look at you like they really don't remember. They'll remember that it happened, but they won't remember everything that happened. That's why if you try to ask them what to say, well, wait, remember what you said? What, what exactly did you say? You don't want to ask them that because half the time they're going to fluff it up and bluff it up and stuff, puff it up and it ain't going to be the same. Praise God. Just pay attention while God talking and listen. Amen. Amen. So. He spoke in times past by the prophets. But check this out. Verse two. Hath in these last days. That's the ones we're living in right now. Spoken to us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. The same one that same one that made the worlds is the same one that's speaking to us at this present time. And that's God himself by way of his son. We know the son to be the word who took upon flesh and dwelt amongst us that we might behold his glory, that of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Praise God. That's the one that come to give his life for us. That's the one that come to destroy the works of the devil. That's the one that come to be able to help reconnect us back to the father and get us plugged back into the father so that we can go out of the wrong way, get back into the right way, get plugged back in with the living God and then move forward and live the life that he intends for each and every one of us to live. But you say, well, pastor, I thought you was talking about this Bible, though. I am talking about this Bible because, see, when he first showed up, he spoke through his son in person, his son in person, standing there as a man, two legs, two arms. Come on up in here, you know, haircut and everything else, you know, the way he looked, however he looked, you know, no, there's no pictures of Jesus back then. Amen. amen. There's no p- pictures of Jesus back then. Amen. Everybody say amen. amen. And since there's no pictures of Jesus back then, I got a revelation. We don't know what he looked like. And since we don't know what he looked like, then how can we make all these pictures of Jesus? We don't know what he looked like. He might have had a fro. I'm teaching real good right now. Folk in that area had, in, in that area had, had froze. But we see him with hair that looked like he's from the Caucasus Mountains. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching real good. Amen. We leave that alone. We just, I, feel, I felt a drop. <laughs> Folk ain't ready for that one. It's I'm going to leave that one all alone for right now. We just move on. We don't know what he looked like. Bible don't say how tall he was. Bible doesn't even tell you what his skin tone was. Bible doesn't tell you. It'll tell you whether he had a small nose, big nose. Most folk in that area had big noses, but, you know, but they don't, it don't show you. We move on. Anyway, he, in those days, he spoke, he spoke by his son, right? So when the disciples were there, he spoke directly by his son. But the only thing is, we're not living in those days, are we? Amen. Amen. We ain't living in those days. Does Jesus live next door to you? Amen. 
Any of y'all been walking with Jesus recently? I ain't talking about all theoretically, hermeneutically, and hermeneutically. I'm talking about for real. I mean, whereas he was like right next to you and stuff like, you know, walking. And like, anybody? Nope. Nobody up in here. But he said, I'm speaking to you by way of my son. So wait a minute. Now, how's the son speaking nowadays? Glad you asked. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 10. Glad you asked. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5. We'll begin reading there. It said, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifices and offering thou, thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared for me. This is Jesus speaking. This is what Jesus was saying. Verse 6, In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. This is Jesus speaking unto the Father, because the Father had no pleasure in the sacrifices that were being made unto him right then. He said in verse 7, Then said I, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He said, Pastor, you didn't read that right. You skipped over a whole part. Yes and no. Notice that the word, from the word in all the way through me is in the midst of a parenthetic statement. It's in the midst of a parenthetic statement. If you were looking at your Bible, you'd see it. You look at me, you won't see it. But it's in the midst of a parenthetic statement. Anytime you see parentheses in the scriptures, we've taught, and, 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 but we're continuing to teach. Anytime you see parentheses in the scripture, it's like blinds on a window. It's like blinds on a window. Whereas they open, they close. Now, if a person was standing in, uh, uh, in the window or standing uh, outside in the window, as you can see them clearly, if you open the blinds, you can see them there. If you close the blinds, they're still there. You just can't see them, but they're still there. And so anytime in Scripture you see a parenthetic statement, God is trying to show you something that's there, that, but you just don't see, unless the blinds are open so that you can see it. Because once you open the blinds, then you can see what's always there. Are you listening to me? So I'm reading it with the blinds closed first. Verse 7. He says, then said I, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. When Jesus showed up, he showed up to do the will of the Father. We know that one of the things that he did was reconnect us back to the Father. And by reconnecting us back to the Father, we became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus paid the price for our sins by way of allowing himself to be the sacrifice for each and every one of us. And as a sinless sacrifice, we were able to then have our sins remitted. Wiped away completely. They, they're gone. They don't even exist no more. And because there's no sin, there's no problem between God and us. And now we're being reconnected back to the Father. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus as a result of it. But there's something else he did when he came to do what he did. One of the things that he did was to be able to make sure that we understood everything we needed to understand in order to then be able to receive what God had in his hand. He needed us to be able to know what we needed to know so that we could be blessed as we go to and fro. He said, then said I, lo, I come to do thy will, O, o God. But the only problem is, praise God, is that when he spoke to the disciples, we weren't there. When he talked to the disciples, we weren't there. Was any of y'all there? No. I wasn't there. I mean, praise God. Some of us you know, got a little few years on us, but ain't none of us was there. I wasn't, I wasn't there when he talked, to, talked through Ezekiel to the people. And told them to prophesy over those bones. I wasn't there. You wasn't there either. You wasn't there on the Mount of Transfiguration when he said unto Peter, James, and John about how, you know, that, 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 you know, don't make these tents here and let's go on down and get and handle business like we're supposed to handle business. I wasn't there when the Father spoke from heaven and said, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye him. I wasn't there. You wasn't there either. And so, since that's the case, how in the world will we ever know what it is that was said? in order for us to be able to move forward into what God had in store for us. Open the parentheses. Because he said, lo, 
Anytime you see low in there in the scriptures, he's trying to get your attention. He's trying to get you to pay attention to something. He's trying to get you to focus on something because it's something that most people overlook. And this is something that most people overlook. Verse 7. He said, Lo, call it I got. He said, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. So not only did he do what he did right then, but he also comes in the volume of this book to be able to do the will of the Father. He comes in the volume. See, when he showed up, he came to share with the disciples everything that they needed to know to be blessed as they go to and fro. But we wasn't there because Jesus went back up with the Father. But in the volume of this book, we get a chance to find out everything that was said from Genesis through Revelations. He even goes into the future to tell us what's going to be said so that we can understand what's going on in the future so that it can be able to have all things that's necessary so that we can be able to live out the life that he wants for each and every one of us to live. No, you might not have had a direct word from God. No, you may not have ever really heard the Holy Spirit or at least if you did, you didn't recognize it was him talking. No, you were not there while Jesus was speaking, so you couldn't get the word spoken by way of the son instead of the prophets. But you do have this book. And Jesus said, I am in the volume of the book to do the will of the father, which means he's still carrying out the will of the father by way of this book. He's still connecting people to the father by way of this book. He's still sharing with everybody everything necessary to be able to live out their life according to this book. And if you get this book, read this book, know this book, understand this book, you'll have everything just as if you were there at that particular time. That might not be good news to none of y'all. That might not even be nothing to focus on. Praise God. You might be more interested in people walking around the room than you are in what it is that I'm saying. But I'm telling you, I just gave you an awesome revelation right there. Why is that? Because God has given you what's necessary. He has, if I can put it this way, recorded himself in order to make sure that you, each and every one of you, have every word that it pertains unto life and godliness that he gave to everybody throughout the entire time so that you can have access to every single thing so that there's nothing stopping you from stepping into the fullness of what God has in store for you. That book right there is off the hook. Yes, that is the most awesome book that exists on the face of the earth. That's right. That right there, that book, Amen. that Bible that you got in your hand, that Bible that you own. And if you don't hurry up and go get you one, that Bible that you own is the most awesome book that exists in the world. Right. That, that, that Talking about the classics, that's the classic. Talking about the great books, that's the great book right there. Because that is the very words of God. That is God recording for you everything that he needs you to know so that you can be blessed as you go to and fro. We have the privilege here to be able to record presently on CD and audio cassette. CD and audio cassette. Very soon, we're going to be on MP3, DVD. We're going to be streaming on, on websites, praise God. We're going to be blowing over the TVs, over the, over the satellites. Over, that's both the cables as well as the satellite dish. We're going to be blowing up on, all, all, all over the place and stuff. Praise God. But presently, we have the privilege to be on CD and audio cassette. Now, I'm not saying that to let you know all that we record on and what we're going to be doing. I'm not trying to do no commercial for Word of Faith. I'm trying to share with you something. The reason why it's a privilege is because we have members that are all over this world. We really do. We got members all that are presently all over this world. They all over the place. I mean, they all over the place. Praise God. And, and, but yet, because they travel out someplace or have to be someplace else, maybe stationed someplace else for a minute or two, have to move someplace, maybe for some training and knowledge that they're going to bring back to be a blessing unto this place. They got to be out someplace. They don't get a chance to hear a word that I have to say because they're not here. Many of you who are members here, for whatever reason, may not be able to be here on a given service. 
might not be able to be here on a given service. Maybe your schedule is such that it doesn't allow you the privilege to be able to do so. Maybe your vehicle wasn't working. You could have called the VIP service where they can't pick you up, praise God. But maybe you didn't think about that and your vehicle wasn't working, praise God, so you couldn't get here. You know, praise God. Maybe you're one of those people that believe that Sunday is the only time that you're supposed to go to church. So you miss out on all the tremendous things that God is saying the rest of the times is going on. Praise God. I know none of y'all are like that. Praise God. But, there, you know, there's certain people that think that way. You know, amen. We get into that later. But, you know, for whatever reason, they can't get it. Those people are in a whole remote land in a whole nother place with no possibility of knowing what it is that God is saying up in the middle of this house. But God recorded it by way of CD and, D and audio cassette. Soon MP3 streaming so that we only have to mail the stuff to them. All we've got to do is hit a button and it downloads straight onto the computer that they can be able to pull it straight off their computer within five, less than five minutes of the time the service is over. They will already have available to them the message just as if they was there. So they would have been watching it right there in the corner of their computer while it was going on. And then right after it was over, they'd have hit a button. It'd download the whole thing straight into their iPods or everything else like that. Praise God. But because of that, they can now know what it is that God has to say in the midst of this house that they never would have been able to know otherwise because it was recorded. Otherwise, they would never have opportunity to be able to partake of and enjoy the benefits of the revelation that's being shared in this place. But because it's on CD, because it's on tape, the message was taped right then. So a person who would never have opportunity to hear it can now hear it. Oh, see, you got to understand God recorded in this book from cover to cover his message to all of mankind throughout all of time. Everything that you need to know. He had a recording going on such a way was it's put right there in the book so that then you can open up your book and receive the love message that comes to you from your father. All the things he wants you to understand so that you will not be a person that says God never spoke to me, but God talked to you clearly in this book. God spoke to you and said to you the same thing he said to Isaiah. God spoke to you and said to you the same thing that he said to Jeremiah. God spoke to you and said to you the same thing he said to Moses. You were up on the mountaintop with Moses, getting the word that came straight out of God's mouth and it's sitting right there in his book with you. You were in the belly of the whale with Jonah while he was talking to Jonah and Jonah was understanding what's going on. You were right there without the fishy smell. Come on over here. You was up there without the fishy smell, but you still heard what God had to tell. You were sitting there at that particular time. You was on the cross with Jesus when all the other disciples had ran away and went away. You was right there with him, whereas you can hear him say, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, glory to God. You could be right there while he was on there while he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. You could be right there. God put it all right there in the book. What you mean God ain't spoke to you? What you mean he ain't shared nothing with you? What you mean you ain't got a word to hold on to? You're deceived. You got a whole book of words to be able to hold on to. And in the midst of that book is some awesome stuff. In the midst of that word are some precious promises. In the midst of that book is some awesome things that God wanted to share with you. Because the Bible, speaking of itself, says it has all things that pertain unto life and godliness. All means everything. And ain't nothing left after all. Which means everything that you need in order to be able to live the life that God wants you to live is in that book. All you got to do is get hold to it. Grab hold to it. And when you grab it, don't let go. And that thing will take you to where it is that it has in store for you. In that book is awesome opportunities that are available to you. Where God is opening doors to you that would never have been enjoyed by you unless you would have known what it is he had to say about the matter. But God, up in heaven, spoke a word down on earth, whether he used a prophet, whether he spoke by, to you directly himself, whether or not he uses the spirit of God, or whether or not he did it through the son of God, it's all right there in the book. No, you might not have walked with Jesus, but Jesus said, lo, I come in the volume of a book to do my father's will. 
Yeah, you might not have been on no dusty roads of Galilee with him. But he said, lo, I come in the volume of a book to do thy will. That is in the book. So if you ain't got a word from God, it's only because you ain't took a look. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope it's inspiring you to respond to God's word in the right way. God tells us in his word all the wonderful things that he wants to do for me and you. That will only happen when we respond properly to the word that God shares with me and you. So let's do what God wants us to do. That is respond properly to the word that he shares with me and you. So that he can do in our lives everything that he promised in his word that he'll do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. We also invite all of you in San Antonio and surrounding areas to join us at Word of Faith for our New Year's Eve service tomorrow so that we can bring in the new year right in the house of God, praising God and hearing what he has planned for us in this year to come. So come on and join us at Word of Faith, San Antonio tomorrow, New Year's Eve night at 9.30 p.m. where saints from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas will come together and praise and worship God in celebration of the year that he brought us through and the new year that he has in store for me and you. There's a wonderful reception that will follow the service where those of us who choose to remain can continue to celebrate together and bring in the new year's right, dining divine and enjoying the new wine of the Holy Ghost. VIP transportation service and child care are available at no charge for this too. So come on through. We'll be glad to see you in the house of God, giving God praise too, just like we ought to do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.